Hello and welcome back to season three of the Business of Show Business podcast. Unpacking the skills needed for the entertainment and creative industries and celebrating those already in them. My name is Jamie Boddy and I am the host of the podcast. I'm so excited to be back for season three, launching almost a year after I launched season one. And by the end of season two, the Business of Show Business podcast had been listened to in 37 countries. So thank you so much. If you've been with me since season one, Yes, thank you so much for listening, tuning in, commenting on social media and leaving your reviews. And if you are new, welcome. I'm going to do things a little bit differently this season. You're still going to get your solo episodes where I will dive deeper into specific topics such as today's episode on personal branding. But after speaking to you, the listeners, I wanted to bring on board some experts. Experts to answer specific questions that you ask, such as tax, well-being and mental health and so on. However, this episode is a solo episode and I'm going to explore what a personal brand is and why you need one as a creative or freelancer. I'm excited to get stuck in, so let's get on with the show. Starting off, talking about the elephant in the room, if you're listening in real time, it is March 2021 and COVID is still very much a part of the world and the entertainment industry. COVID has taught us how important it is to have a strong online presence and a strong brand so people can refer you, recommend you, and how the in-person experience you provide, whether that's on stage, in an interview, leading a masterclass or workshop, needs to be able to transition and the, the key word everyone says pivot online. So whether you are performing live on stage or auditioning, that has gone online. Whether you are hosting panels, doing arts administration, you're having to do your team meetings online or deliver masterclasses online. The in-person experience you deliver, whether that's with your skills, that could be the performance, could be in the audition, could be in a meeting, at a networking event, whatever it is, that's a certain point along the sales funnel into someone buying into you as a product, buying into your services, buying into your skills. It could be that your agent has submitted you for an audition, you've then gone to the room, done that audition, then there's a follow-up with the agent for the callback or the role. It could be that you work in arts administration, marketing, photography, whatever it is, and it could be pitching to a client, going for the interview, showing your portfolio, speaking at a masterclass, whatever it is, then there's a conversation with HR or the email back and forth with you. There's a word that's been thrown around so much over the last year and it's that word of pivot. And if like me, if you're a friends lover, you will just think of that scene in the hallway with a couch and pivoting to try and get that sofa up the hallway. What I'm trying to get across here is that you are a personal brand. Everything you offer is an extension of you. And we just want to make sure that you know what it is you have to offer so you know how to pitch yourself, what skills you can monetize, and also figure out who is your ideal audience. A lot of creatives and freelancers have found that through 2020 and 2021, the online them, their online brand, doesn't match who they are in real life. That could be because there's a disconnect and they've kind of given this keyboard warrior version of themselves or that they've just not actually spent that much time looking at what is online for them. On the flip side, I've also seen when it's a long COVID time that someone's had a very strong online presence and that could be their showreel's amazing, they've got great photos. It could be that they have an extensive marketing portfolio behind them, but when they actually arrive on the job, they don't look like their photos, they've edited their showreel within an inch of its life to only show the really good bits, or their portfolio might be amazing for their marketing or their photography, whatever it is. However, actually in person, they turn up late, they're not very nice, they don't take feedback, they don't work well in a team, so it can work both ways. A brand isn't just a visual identity. 
Yes, as a creative or a freelancer, you have your visuals. That could be your logo, your headshot, the colours and typography you use on your website and across your marketing material. It's also what you wear to auditions and in networking. But your brand is also your values, your personality traits, your tone, the content you create. I always bang on about it, but you are a business and people buy into products, services and people that they trust, like and understand. Knowing your brand can help to solidify you as an expert and a voice of knowledge in your area of work. It can help you to drill down into your ideal audience and help you figure out how to market your skills or services to them. It can help align your passions and values with what you do so you actually love going to work. There is nothing better than being known for doing something you love. For me, your personal brand is a lens that you look through to help you in your business. The lens that you look through so you know what to wear to that audition or that networking event. That lens that you look through to align your skills and your values to produce content that resonates with your ideal market. The lens that you look through to help you make decisions. Hopefully, as this podcast episode goes on, knowing what your personal brand is will become a bit more clear or you can reach out to me to book a session where we can really dive into it. But in a nutshell, knowing and growing your personal brand will help to solidify you as an expert in what you do and get you known in the industry in which you work in. It will help people go from saying, oh, who is that? I've never heard of them to, oh, yes, I saw them in this show or they've worked with XYZ and they highly recommend them or I saw their work on this product. It will help people to know what you do and what services you offer so they can come to you and say, oh, you've been referred to me for working on this product or I love this service you offer. How can I find out more? How much do you charge? There are so many amazing analogies and business sayings on what a personal brand is. If you Google them, there will be hundreds. But the one that really sticks with me is, it's what someone says about you when you leave the room. And I just think that's so true. Quite often when you go in for an interview or you're speaking on stage or you're going for an audition or you're doing a show, it's very rare that someone will say directly to your face how amazing you are, what they love about you. But it's what they're going to say about you when you leave the room, when you leave that audition, when you leave the meeting, they're going to phone up someone that's worked with you before. They're going to look at your CV and be like, oh, great, they've worked on this project. I know someone on that. Let me give a phone call. Or when you leave the room, you want them to say things like, aren't they fantastic? Look at the energy they brought. I love the way they answered that question. Aren't they resourceful? So that's a little bit of information about why I think personal brands are so important and how they can not only help you with the decisions you make in regards to your career and your lifestyle, but they can also help you to make money from what you do and be discovered by people. I get it, it seems very overwhelming or it can seem overwhelming and daunting when you sit down to think about it. What is my brand? Who am I? What is my why? The point of this episode is to help steer you in the right direction. You might not know what your personal brand is or you might know what it is but want to tweak it or help solidify it. So hopefully this episode will help you on the journey to discovering your brand in 2021. For any performers, musicians, photographers, presenters, for those who are more audience facing with their skills or their talents, you've probably touched on aspects of your personal brand already when it comes to your casting type how you dress, how certain jobs align with your skills more. So the good thing is, a lot of you listening will already have some idea of what your personal brand is. And don't worry if you don't, as I said, over this episode, hopefully more will become clear. And the good thing is you can always rebrand. Every major company will go through a rebrand at some point in their journey. That could be a full 
facelift, so to speak, new logo, new strap line, new colors and font, or it could be just kind of zhuzhing up what they already have. So don't worry, don't feel that you have to pigeonhole yourself or stay stuck where you are right now with your skill sets and passions and work opportunities over time when you upskill. You might actually find some services you don't want to use anymore, so you'll drop that off so you can always rebrand. If you are an employee of a company who's listening, you might think you don't need to worry so much about your personal brand right now. That's totally fine. Just have it on your mind so you can slowly start cultivating how your CV looks, how your LinkedIn profile is, how you handle yourself when you're networking on behalf of another company, and also look at their brand guidelines. Use that to help you when it comes to your workflow. For anyone listening who does want to work one-on-one, -on -one, my email address is info at jamiebody.com. When we work one-on-one, -on -one, we look at what are your core values and how they can help steer decisions you make when it comes to your brand, your work. We look at your aesthetic, your visuals, whether that's your website, your typography, how you dress when you network. We will look at the skills you have and how you can monetize them or what skills you need to learn to get your business where you want it to be. We will look at building and implementing a strategy, setting goals, and also building positive habits. How can we get rid of those limiting beliefs or how can we prepare ourselves when an obstacle or roadblock comes up to get over that roadblock or to smash through it. As creatives we are storytellers and your personal brand is an expansion or continuation of who you are. What is your story? What is your why? Why do you do what you do and how do you do it that makes you better than anyone else or makes you the go-to for your potential clients? I'm now gonna share with you a few tips and techniques to help you when it comes to discovering your personal brand, whether you are looking at it for the first time or you wanna rebrand what you currently have. So the first task is, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? What is your purpose? Why do you get out of bed every morning to try and do the job you do? Or if you're not quite there yet, what makes you, what motivates you to get out of bed, to learn more, to get to where you wanna be? What is your why? The next mini task, task number two, is to look at the skills you currently possess. What skills do you have that can make you money? What skills do you currently use for the job you have? Can you use those skills for the job you want? If you're in the job you love, great. How can you then monetize those skills? Can you upskill to charge more money? That will also highlight what skills you don't have. So therefore you can look at, right, I need to bring someone on board to do that role for me or actually the dream job I want or the dream client I want needs someone with this skill. Task three, online and offline. So you have your story, as we said, you're a storyteller. What is your why? You've looked at your skills. How does this translate online? Is it consistent across your social media and your website? Does your image match who you are in real life? Are you using a headshot from when you graduated seven years ago? Or do you not even have a headshot? You could be, as I say, in arts marketing, you could be a sound mixer, a cameraman, producer, whatever it is. Do you not have any photos of you at work? Or do you have really good photos of the work you do? Sometimes I know when you're working on a project, you might not get to see it if it's gone to another country or in a certain print magazine. So do you have photos to show your brand? I can give you a quick little analogy of why you need visuals that match your brand and your skill set. For those that know me, I'm naturally a very upbeat, smiley, person. I was told though a couple of years out of graduating that I just smile all the time and that will narrow my casting bracket which cool I get it. So I had some serious headshots done but I was sending them to jobs um, and workshops this headshot and I remember once then doing this screen acting workshop and one of the um, tests was that you'd send in your headshot and they would give you a monologue based off of that and where you were from. 
So I'm originally from Essex, sent in this non-smiley photo, and the first thing you had to do was go in and read this monologue. And I had this proper hardcore East London gangster, which is not me at all. And after, they were just like, oh, that doesn't match your brand. And although you need that versatility, actually, you're not portraying your right brand or going for the jobs you want to go for. And yes, as actors, you will have, you need to be as versatile as possible. However, that was just a blind casting. There was no brief. So if I had naturally sent that along, I would possibly have been typed out or not in the running. So it's just making sure you have photos or portfolio to showcase all of the work you do and the skills you have, but then also knowing your brand. So you know when to apply what photo or how to edit your CV for that particular job. Task number four is your values. And this one can be a bit harder. So give yourself some time to do it. I want you to sit down and look at your values. What what makes you tick? What do you love? What do you want from your life and your jobs? It could be learning, stability, freedom, finance, creativity. As I mentioned before, if we work one-on-one, I spend quite a lot of time and do some different exercises so we can really elicit what your values are. Because I think once you know what they are, you can really hit the ground running and it will help you to make decisions a lot easier. And the last task is bringing it together. So task five is about looking at your story, your why, who are you, what do you do and why are you so good at it, your skills. Also then look at your online and offline presence and your values. Create a mood board, brand guidelines, have it in a G drive, whatever it is, just start collating this together to help you with your brand identity. Your personal brand should follow you everywhere you go. It needs to be an authentic manifestation of who you are and amplify what you believe. As I said, it is the lens which you should look through when it comes to you and your brand and your values. One thing that might also help you is looking at who you admire and why do they inspire you? Why do you admire them? And not using it for comparison or trying to mimic them because what worked for them won't work for you, but look at why people buy into them. Look at their visuals, look at their brand identity and see how they bring it all together. That's the end of episode one of season three. We went quite heavy with that one personal branding. However, this is a topic that I feel over the last year particularly that I've been working on a lot, whether that's one-on-one or in group sessions with people who actually now having to stop our foots off the accelerator. We're looking at where we are, where we've come from and where we want to go. We're not so much in this crazy rat race or always trying to get work. We can actually stop and look at what makes us happy and what kind of career we want to build. At the end of the day, that's what we want. We want to build a career. We want a sustainable lifestyle, hopefully doing something you love. That's a wrap on episode one. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be back. Feel free to chuck me an email at info at jamiebody.com. We can continue the conversation online. Use the hashtag the business of show business. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave your review. And I'll be back next week with a special guest.